Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is Episode 7, where we're discussing Confidence Man. Episode 7 from Season 1 of Lost. Ain't you the brave one? Jumping a guy while he's napping. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble now, ain't I? Sawyer. We gave you a chance to do the right thing. Now all I want is the asthma medicine. Just tell me where the inhalers are. And we'll stop. Stop what, Chico? It doesn't have to be this way. Yeah, it does. not have bamboo in the rock. Although we do have something similar, reeds. But their effect is the same when the shoots are inserted underneath the fingernails. You know what I think, Ali? I think you've never actually tortured anybody in your life. Unfortunately for us both, you're wrong. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And today, as we said, we're looking at Episode 7 of Season 1 of Lost, Confidence Man. It's a Sawyer-centric episode. And uh, first off, I wanted to let everyone know that we have decided that we're going to do two episodes per week of the show. So if you're going to go back and either re-watch or you're watching for the first time, this wonderful show. You can um, follow along with us. We'll be doing two episodes per week. So let's jump right into it. You can start us off, Anton. All right. Well, as I've mentioned in the uh, previous uh, uh, segments, is Sawyer is a character that uh, I've had a, like I said before, I, I kind of just disliked him. Um, he just... I don't know. He's, he's that uh, bully kind of guy that uh, just is mean to everybody. He hoards all the stuff that people need and, and tries to sell it back to them. And, <laughs> uh, you know, but in this episode, we kind of get to know uh, well, who he is. And right. um, so I actually I really like this episode because um, uh, it kind of changed my opinion of him to a mm-hmm. certain degree. So Right. This is our first episode where we really get to start to see some insight into Sawyer's character. Yeah. Um, and obviously the biggest thing we find out is that he was, you know, sort of a con man or a confidence man. Mm-hmm. And um, we find that out um, through the flashback where he was uh, basically had this plan to, um, you know, convince this woman to use her husband's money for this supposed investment. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it kind of gives us a, a really good insight to why Sawyer is the way that he is. Um and um, I think the first big mystery that actually came out 
or is the mystery actually solved in this episode was about the letter. Yeah. Oh he, yeah. From the very first episode, he'd been reading this letter sitting there, you know, kind of in thought and it seemed to be, um, you know, something that really bothered him. And, um, we find out that it's a letter uh, written to a man that, you know, um, conned his parents, which eventually led to, you know, Sawyer's father killing his mother. Yeah. You know, clearly this has had an, a really immense effect on his, you know, his Sawyer as a person. And, you know, he, he basically vows to spend his entire life with, you know, the, the purpose of tracking down this Mr. Sawyer. Yes. And yeah. getting revenge. Yeah, but the uh, interesting thing is that as we hear his story and we see what he become, it became through this was that mm-hmm. he became the man that he hated, you right. know. And, yeah, uh, exactly. And I think that uh, the scene... Um, with the the girl that he's with in the hotel room, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. uh, the opening scene with uh, his flashback, you know, he he seemed genuinely, you know, really, really, really happy, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> and then, and I, I initially I thought that was his girlfriend or his wife, and mm-hmm. and then, you know, he has this, uh, he gets up, he's late for this uh, this appointment or whatever he's yeah. going to, <laughs> money drops out, he's like, oh, you weren't supposed to see yeah. that. <laughs> And all this was part of his trick, right? You know that he had he manipulated yep. people to to get them their money, uh-huh. and and to me, once again, I was drawn to his character because I just I felt for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody has to be really hurt, right, to do that to someone. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm trying to get into the mind of Sawyer, and I'm thinking. Wow, this guy—he has been through something awful to right. his, have his life go down this road. Mm-hmm. I like how this episode changes the way we look at his character. I think from yeah. the beginning they've made him out to be this sort of idiot red redneck, uh-huh. and you know, yeah, he has these quick comebacks and these these cute little nicknames for everybody. But for overall, they've made him seem like he's just um, a redneck that can't get along with people. Yeah, this episode changes that. I mean. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you know, good with people, you know, have a way of intellect oh, yeah. about you and, you know, be able to communicate well to to pull these tricks over on these people. Yeah. And uh, it's clear from that opening episode with the woman that, you know, he has a system down. Right. And he's good at what oh, he does. Very good. And uh, I like how it, it really opens up a lot more potential for his character. Yeah. Um, with the thing up until this point, I guess I never thought of him as not being... Uh, intelligent right. because to me someone that has that quick of a wit about them mm-hmm. I mean even with just the one liners I mean you know obviously I've been around some pretty sharp people in my life and people normally have those quick one liners um, they are they're they're very intelligent but True. most of the time they're also very hurt people yeah because yeah, they very cynical yeah. yeah they've got this defense up again you know so I always mm-hmm. knew that he was hiding something right. that was very personal to him mm-hmm. but um, I, I kind of always knew that he had this uh this very conniving and uh, smarts about him that that uh, it would t- would have took for him to do the search, you know, such things that they're talking about in this yeah. in this thing. And I think this episode is really brilliantly written oh, um, yeah. because the letter that he has could so easily be from another kid written to him. Yeah, you know, as if he was the one that caused the kids' parents to you know kill each other, basically. Right, and that's um, how he sells it. He sells yeah. it to Kate that way. Yep, and he doesn't want her to know that you know he's the kid. Right, you know. And I think it's um, just really masterfully done. 
you know, they create the entire episode. I think they let us go by thinking that yeah. Sawyer is this guy who ruined this kid's life. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what I thought. And of course he's taken on this persona himself, you know, of Sawyer. I right. mean, we can assume that he didn't happen to have the exact same name right. as the con man that, you know, yeah. cheated his parents, Mr. Sawyer. So, um, he's taken on this identity for himself. Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, it just so happened to work out perfectly through the writing that they can switch it and flip it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Where he is the one who's been hurt and he is the one who had to experience this, the pain that was caused by this con man, but yet became the very same thing, you know, through circumstances in his own life. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, whenever he was, you know, Kate had this moment where she was bold again and she Mm -hmm. steps up, she goes, you know, I, I I don't buy what you're selling. Yeah. You know, and she kind of calls him on it and his rebuttal was, you want to know what I'm reading? You know, Mm -hmm. here, have a look for yourself. Read it out loud. Right. And she's just kind of like, he goes, oh, don't stop there. Just get into the good part. You know, and I'm like, holy junk, this guy's awful. You know, I mean, that's what I thought (laughs) from the beginning. I was like, man, wow, he is really. But yet, even when he was having her read it, it had it been him, he still was remorseful. Mm -hmm. You know, because he was reading it over and over. Reading it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. So either side, you know. I think it's really interesting, like, um, you kind of have to wonder whether he had considered in the past, you know, obviously he's taking this letter. He knew he had written it to the real Mr. Sawyer. Right. He's carrying it around and reading it. You know, he's trying to give Kate proof that he's not this nice person. Right. That she thinks he is. So why did he thought in advance before that? Hey, you know, I can use this letter to somehow show how bad I am, even though that it was written by me. Like, it seems kind of odd to me. Like, almost convenient to the writers of the show mm-hmm. that like he would use this letter um, to kind of prove how terrible of a person he is. Yet he knows himself that he was, you know, on the good side right, of the yeah. letter. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, with his character, you feel like everything's leveraged to him. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like he's leveraging everything in that, you know, even in this episode, like uh, he, tells Kate that uh, she can have certain things if he gives, you know, she kisses him. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't honestly, I mean, I think he's attracted to her, right? but I think that in itself is leverage. You know, everything that he does is is to get um, this point, you know, across that he's this jerk, but yet he also has got a leveraging point on someone, you know, and I think, like you said, the letter could have, it definitely looks like it could have been something that he was carrying around that he could have thrown up at any point going, you want to know how bad I am? Here it is. Right. Yeah. And speaking of Sawyer kind of proving how much of a jerk he is, uh, we have this whole situation with Shannon's, you know, asthma medicine. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, we find out later he never had it in the first place, but he puts himself through this huge, you know, a several really tragic things. And, you know, getting in the fight with Boone and, you know, later being tortured because yeah. he supposedly has this medicine, which we find out he doesn't have at all. Right. I mean, there are several things we could pull out of the, the torture scene, but one of the things I pulled out was really a character thing. You know, we find out that Saeed had some experience in torture when he was yeah. in the Republican Guard, which to this point, you know, we've heard mostly that it was a military communications officer, right. and which sounds pretty hands off right. for the most part. Yeah. But uh, he kind of gave a little insight that he goes, I have the I was trained to make people communicate. Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. So I guess he was a communication. Uh, yeah, officer. different communications. You know? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another good insight into Saeed's character. Yeah. Um, and he obviously puts it to good use when he's trying to get some information out of Sawyer. But 
Um, you know, when he's about to torture Sawyer, Sawyer makes a comment that he doesn't think Saeed has ever tortured anyone. Right. And, and as we heard in the sound clip, you know, Saeed responds, you know, unfortunately for us both, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is yet another case of someone having a pretty troubled past that ends up on this island. Yeah. It's starting to look like everyone that it, that is on this island was involved in something, you know, pretty horrific. Oh, yeah. Before most they definitely. Were there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, the fact that Saeed, you know, has tortured people, you know, and he's he says, unfortunately, for the both of us. So he obviously is not proud of that. But yeah. yet he's been through it, you know, right. and and um it was just that was a I couldn't for just it's one of those physical things when you when you see something like that I physically could feel the that torture that you know the shoots <laughs> under the fingernails yeah. I was like this is so awful oh, you yeah. know and the way Sawyer handled even the torture was just so beyond me I mean like even up into I mean they put the shoots under his fingernails and he's like oh don't you know you know don't stop now or something like that you know uh-huh. and he's like up until the point where they sit there and cut his eye out yeah he was still fighting this yep. and i mean and all along you have to keep in mind he's he knows he doesn't have it yeah exactly. he could just say i look guys i don't have it i swear you know yeah because obviously it you know if he does that he he is putting himself in a situation to to be vulnerable to them yeah well you no know? he loses that confidence yeah. quote unquote yeah he loses the confidence but he also loses almost in a way in his eyes his honor yeah it's like by admitting that, yeah, definitely. You know, he doesn't really isn't holding anything over them that he's in a weak position and yeah. he won't do that. Yeah, he won't give that up for nothing. I mean, even mm-hmm. at his own physical, you know, abuse. I mean, he's yeah. he's getting hurt here. He's still holding on to it. Right. Uh, but he one thing he will give it up for <laughs> is another leveraging point yeah. with Kate. Right. You know, it's like Yeah, I don't buy that that he went through and suffered all of this just to get a kiss from no, Kate. No, no, there's all. way more to that than that. And um one interesting thing about the case, you know, the time when, you know, when Kate kissed Sawyer was obviously because she had to, you know, he made it sound like that's the only way he was going to tell them where the medicine was. Right. But my thought was that, you know, she wasn't necessarily hating the kiss either. You know? uh, yeah. I kind of <laughs> noticed that myself. Yeah. And, and it makes me wonder if there's, you know, something between it, maybe not like something that's hidden from us, but maybe if there really is a, a real connection between both of them, yeah, you know, that, that I, they both really secretly like the other yeah i mean i think that uh well what i see in kate is she's Mm two-sided she's got she's got this real sweet jack's perfect wife side and then she's got this bad girl sawyer side you know i mean so it's like i think she does have this this torn uh in her and then the kiss i noticed it right away i was like first off the whole time i was like oh please don't do do it then when she did i was like oh my (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're married, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So I just, uh, I definitely, definitely noticed that myself. And uh, I, I'd like to see more what happens I mean, there. of course, I mean, she does knock him across the face when she finds out that he never had the medicine in the first place. Yeah, But I still, know. I mean, you could you could kiss the guy and act like you don't like it. Right, least, I thought know. it was going to be like a little, like, peck. But <laughs> or wipe, was, wipe your mouth off yeah, like, once you're done or something. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> no. But no, that was just kind of odd. Yeah. What do you have? What else did you have from the episode? Uh, you know, I see um, in the flashback with Sawyer, you know, he goes through this, this whole thing. First off, the man was good at what he did. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I told my wife, I said, he looks good in a suit. You know, I mean, like he, up at this point, you never saw him clean it up. <laughs> yeah, he's kind like of a dapper, a dapper guy. Yeah, <laughs> he looked really good. And I, he was, I mean, he played this role perfect. He had it down. Uh-huh. But one thing I picked up was that he was 
in company with some bad people. Right. You know, that guy that he was shooting pool with, mm-hmm. you know, told him, said, hey, yeah, where's my money? So he right. had got this money to do this scam from a pretty bad guy. Right. You know, and I'm, I started thinking about how deep is he into that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I even asked my wife when we were talking about it, oh, I don't know what time it was this morning, like 1 a.m. or something. I was like, <laughs> do you think maybe if he was leaving Australia you know, or whenever, when was that happened in his life with, with the, with the gentleman with the money? Sure. You know, yeah. it's like, did, did he end up paying that? Cause that guy told him if you bring my money, when you bring my money back tomorrow, plus 50%. Mm-hmm. Okay. We see in this Sawyer goes through this whole thing. He goes inside the house. He's about to make, he's got the exchange already happening. Right. The boy walks out mm-hmm. and he has this upswing of moral morality and even says oh my gosh this happened to me yeah i'm not going to do it to them yeah and he says the deal's over yep which i think it was the brightest moment in sawyer's care you know history so far yeah. is, i mean we that's really so against his character Definitely. and how wonderful it was to like see um that there is a part of him that's really sensitive well it you showed know, it that clearly, he was yeah it showed it wasn't he wasn't sawyer yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean that's it's like we're seeing kind of a glimpse of you know, this guy before he became Sawyer. Yeah, exactly. And being willing to, you know, having enough heart to not want to subject this kid to the problems that he had. Right. You know, even though he had the chance to make a ton of money yeah. off this. And that's so not Sawyer. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a, he's a, another guy. Here's another example of, you know, they're creating, you know, giving us more and more information about a character that wants us, that makes us want to know more and more. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and with that whole thing with him, it's like he has his moral upswing. Well, that not only did he just change his his thoughts and and protect that boy, he um, put himself in danger. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that man said my money and fifty percent more the, right. the next day. Mm-hmm. So I thought about after he walked out of that house, he was faced with possibly losing his life or getting right. really hurt. Mm-hmm. But he, he and once again he chose. He chose the high road this time, right? Even even though it was going to cost him maybe his life or his his, mm-hmm. his health, and um, I just kind of I was talking to my wife about that. I was like, I wonder if he if he bailed with that money and mm-hmm. now he's on the run and he doesn't have really a reason to leave the island because yeah. he's maybe he's being knows his life's over if he leaves, mm-hmm. or does he? You know, is he trying to get his life straightened out? Or he he I, I don't know. I just kind of start thinking about what does Sawyer's life look past the island yeah like maybe there's a, a or actually I was maybe not after the island I'm thinking maybe after that point after oh, right, he decided yeah. not to go through with it maybe there was a change in yeah, his life maybe so maybe you know before he even got on that plane and crashed on the island maybe he had cleaned his, his right. act up a little exactly bit. yeah but I guess then you wonder why he still carries that letter around yeah well in one scene you know he almost burns the letter right and he yeah. doesn't you yeah, know, it's like, great. it's just one of those things where you're like, he won't let go of it, uh-huh. you know, and, uh, he had, you know, the flame right there and he decided to, to keep it, right. you know? Yeah. That so. was a great scene. Yeah, definitely. And of course, at the end of the episode, um, Saeed, as a result of torturing Sawyer, uh, decides to leave the group and, and go out and map out the island. You know, he says that he had promised never to torture anyone again. Yeah, most definitely. And, I think that, I mean, I thought it was really big of Saeed to say, 
I can't trust myself. I can't uh -huh. trust anybody. I have to, I told myself I would never do this again. Right. He said, made a comment like that. And it was like, you know, he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to sacrifice everything, but the, the group, my, my, myself with the group and my safety possibly mm -hmm. to, you know, distance myself from this right. last thing. Yeah. And, uh, one thing that I look back on and I see that uh, we talked about in the last episode how I thought and my wife thought that John Locke was the one to hit Saeed over the head. Mm -hmm. Well, Saeed had, he was upset because he also in this episode believed that it was John Locke uh, or not John Locke, um, uh, Sawyer. Right. So he, because at first he went to Locke mm -hmm. as I thought it was and he said, where were you? Yeah. And Locke says, well, you know, outside of the pig that I was preparing for dinner, I have, I don't have an <laughs> alibi. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, and he goes, but you know, you got to look at the person. He all but rats himself out. You got to look at the person that doesn't gain anything from losing it or leaving his island. Uh -huh. You look at the person that wants to be here. And I'm thinking, you, you, yeah. you. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> right at the end, he puts it back on Sawyer. He goes, yep. anybody that's watched any type of TV can do a, you know, a delayed yeah. fuse. Yeah, right. You know? And he kind of, and then in Sawyer, uh, in, in Saeed's mind, it gets him fired up. So mm -hmm. Saeed going into that torture moment, not only was, Sawyer holding out on medicine and just being the jerk that he is. But he also thought he was hit over the head right. at that point. So uh, I just thought it was another, every episode has had a John Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Know, there has been something about him in every episode, every episode, you know, mystery. And, yep. um, uh, I thought it was also good. Um, when you saw son, um, take care of, uh, Shannon uh -huh. with the asthma issue, you know, I mean, right. she stepped up and, uh, she's starting to, she's starting to, get a little more uh, personal with these people um, and put herself out there up until this point. Right. Uh, she wasn't allowed to leave the side mm -hmm. of her husband. I mean, he actually had told her at one point, he said, stay, you know, right here by me. You don't need to go anywhere, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and it looks like she's trying to just kind of break off and yeah, become more off. part of the group instead yeah. of, yeah, because Jen's made several comments about how, you know, all we need is ourselves. Yeah. And we can just stay together and I'll provide for you. Right. But it also seems almost like a risk, too, for her to be it doing is, this. Yeah. I mean, because it seems like it'd be very possible for her to, you know, forget and start speaking in English. And yeah. obviously her husband doesn't know it. And like, I mean, she's taking a pretty big risk by starting to get more involved in the group. Yeah, man. She always, you know, seeks out uh, Michael because uh -huh. Michael knows she speaks English. And I'm like, oh, this is so awkward for Michael. First uh -huh. off, you know, they've had this bad conflict between them already. Right. And, you know, if uh, Jen sees uh, Michael and her talking, it's it's going to be another big yeah. fight, you know. Well, and of course he did in that that one scene where she went to get the u or Michael got the eucalyptus. Yeah, that's for her, right. And it totally looks like he's bringing her flowers. Or yeah, something. <laughs> and he's like the stairs, like her secret lover or something. And Michael has this moment where he's like, you know, he's standing up to him and he's like, "Don't even, don't even." I'm like, "Dude, the boy whipped you once on the beach, yeah. you know? <laughs> He'll, He'll do whip it again. you in a cave. <laughs> it don't matter, you know." Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that, I mean, I think I remember there being real a lot of speculation. Um, when this season was on that maybe there was something going on with Michael and, and son. Right. Like, you know, the time when he saw her, does that happen? Yeah. I saw her. Yeah. Baiting. When he saw her when she was showering. Yeah. Some people thought that that maybe turned into something else eventually. And, but I don't buy that. At no. All. Initially I thought maybe that's why her husband was so upset that she had told him, uh -huh. you know, that he walked up and, and I thought, Oh, that's why he's upset. But then we came down yeah. to the watch. But yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I just thought it was kind of cool to see her, um, you know, 
it had even very well. I mean, Shannon was, she was in some pretty big danger, Yeah, you know, without her inhalers and, mm-hmm. and the eucalyptus was able to put her back where she could breathe. And, and, um, but I just thought that was really awesome, uh, of the son's character to, to do that. So, yeah, I think so too. Was there anything else you pulled out of the episode? Uh, no, I think that's it. I mean, uh, I don't uh, hate Sawyer nearly as bad as I used to, uh, just knowing a little bit of his past. And actually, I, I can't wait to find out more about him. Yeah. Well, I think that does us for this episode seven of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. Join us for the next episode this week. We'll be looking at episode eight, which is Solitary from season one of Lost. I'd just like to ask everyone to make sure that you come over to the website and get involved at lostmysterypodcast.com. We'd also like to have you rate us on iTunes if you could. We need to get the word out there. Or if you know someone who's just starting to watch Lost, um, who they haven't been a fanatic for all these years, and they're just starting to get into the show, uh, refer them to us. You know, We would love to have more people that can get something out of our show. But until next time, we will see you all later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. Hopefully we'll see you in a week or less. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can go sign up and become part of the community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us with your questions or comments at info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, your message, And also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.